Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You're now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Oh, the exuberance. I have so much space here, man. <laughs> Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Hello. What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. And then we're going to talk about each guest, each episode, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. But as usual, first, Kamar, how was your week, sir? Oh, I'll get to my week in just a second, Matt. Uh, I just oh, want to say yes. hello to all the new listeners and uh, old listeners. Uh, remind everyone, we do have a Patreon, and every week we'd like to give a shout-out to the Patreons. This week's no different. This week, I want to give a big shout-out to... Steven Schwimmer! Big Steve, big coming Steve. in at that $20 yeah. level. That's huge. That's huge. Also, want to give a, a big shout out to uh, Jonathan Jackson, JJ, JJ, Double J, baby. Thanks, JJ, coming through in the clutch. And finally, a big shout out to Joe. What up, Joe? J O, no E. What up, boys? Thank you very much. Or or, or yeah. that's that's strong. The no E. Yeah, yeah. It's a power move for yeah. sure. J O. When I was tired, I slept. When I was hungry, I ate. Do you know what movie that is? <laughs> no. Uh, Forrest Gump. Um. This week, Maddie, I don't know if you saw, but you, the Sens were down 5-1, and they came back at 1. Against the Leafs, right? Yeah. yeah, I saw. And like, and the Sens are awful, and they guaranteed they upset a lot of people's tickets with it, that fucking it, win. It, it, I'm back into sports. Did you guys know the NBA was going on right now? I'm back, and I watched, I watched oh, the yeah. Nets beat Big the Lakers. I'm, I'm back into sports. I, I don't know what else to do. I didn't I can't, know what was going on. Simon, do you know that hockey, there's, there's a Canadian division right now? Yeah, none yeah. of the Canadian teams can leave. You I knew, know that? Okay, I knew yeah. that. I think I it's that. way better than play all these games and then uh, the, the playoffs where the four all come together, whatever. I like this setup. Hmm. We'll see how it goes. But it's so weird um, that Spezza is a Leaf. Oh, what a fucking weasel. I hate Jason They Spezza. picked up Thornton, too. But yeah. Well, that's, Joe, Joe he, never, he, was, he was never played for the this Sens. This is the worst open air ever, eh? What do you mean? The hockey talk. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I, uh, 5-1, everyone was shocked. <laughs> yeah, this is post-Joe shit, 100%. You asked me how my week was. This is how your week was. Fine. This that's is how the fucking okay. That's true, it's his time. Hey, it's his time. Let's if he wants a, to yield hear, his time. Let's hear how lame Simon's week Bubble Boy, how was your week? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Kamar. You can't see me, but I'm giving you I, both fingers. I, I can't see you. Um, my week was fine. Yeah, no, I, I won't even bore you with... Uh, with, with the details of I've your been week. watching, uh, like I told you last week, I've absolutely run out of things to watch. Yeah. So I obliged Kamar. I watched, um, what's it called, Kamar? Uh, Startup. Startup. It's uh, horrible. You confirm my suspicions. Yeah, I, I refuse to go past season one. Um, and yeah, that's it. I looked up at the moon the other night, last night, and I thought, why now? Why the government now with all the alien shit? Why now? That's what I thought. Think you'd be happy about it, no, Simon? I I would be happy, except I don't trust the government at all, especially like fucking NASA and shit. So, huh. nothing special happened. You just thought, why now? 
Uh, well, no, that I've been because they're about to release something soon, and again, it's like you don't hear anything for fifty years, and then what about the machine that just landed on Mars? Oh yeah, how about that? Eh, the rover. Three billion dollars. Like if that fucks up, that's just yeah. Well, that's man. how that works. Come well, on, remember yeah. all the shit they send up to those places. Like it's a one-way trip. They, you know, when they go to the moon, they have to leave all their shit there because they can't. They need way less weight than when they landed. No, they said on, uh, I think it was CBC, that they're in 10 years they're going to have stuff, samples, this thing collects, come back to Earth. Somehow they're sending something out that it's going to meet in the space or whatever. I mean, I Elon's going to have gone there and back like 45 times before that thing comes back. I was thinking about samples. that. If he does that, then he's good, right? If he puts his money where his mouth, mouth is and goes to Mars? I, I mean... Elon's good when he pulls off his real face and shows us what's underneath. So I'm glad oh, you guys brought this alien. up. I want to talk. I want to say two things first uh, about this topic. The first is um, when they when I saw like the shots of Mars, like they did the 360 shots, you could see with the sound. Oh, it was so you saw the pyramids. Well, no, my my first thought was I was torn. My first thought was like, why are we even up there? It's just so bare, and there's nothing. There's nothing. It's nothing. There's nothing. And then I thought about Dubai. And I was like, well, that, that turnaround was like 50 years. So who the fuck knows? You know, you just never know. I get it. It's a lot further away than Dubai, but. 5% of our oceans, Matt. That's how much we've explored. Oh, my God. This guy with the oceans. Oh, and oceans. we're already on to another planet. And we're already worried about fucking Mars. And Where we're going to bring back 15 years from now. Now, I want to also say this. As, as I'm sitting in a room and a half with two, I guess, moon landing deniers. There was a video circulating on Reddit of this older gentleman who I, you know, you read into the, I'm just going off of what the thing said. It said he was an immigrant who had worked on like five previous Mars landings. This one, he was working remote from home, but his wife or daughter took a video of him like super excited, like wildly excited when this thing lands on Mars. And I just thought about like all the people involved in this shit and how you guys denying that they ever went to the moon, like. Just all the people involved and all that excitement. Like, I just, this guy's excitement wasn't made up. He wasn't an actor, an agent provocateur. Like, yeah, but they have real technology yeah, now. Yeah, and if they, did, if they did fake the moon landing, Matt, like, if that is the narrative, yeah. um, I don't think those people were in on it. I think they were like a Bob Lazar type situation where they think everything they did was for real. 100%. Maybe it's not, you know? I, I don't believe for one second that you could convince that many people to keep a secret. That's crazy. Of course. Okay. Well, at yeah. least I'm getting, okay. You're coming along a bit. That's good. Well, That's no, good. no. I, I mean, I think I've always contended that. That's too many. That, that narrative never kind of flew for me. No, or pun intended. Okay. Rather. Now, can we get to my week and a little beef I have? Oh, with, yeah. This was still my week. Shit. Yeah. You're yielding your time now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Matt. Um, well, first of all, I should say I watched the whole, like most of the GameStop congressional hearing what a fucking was it GameStop or Robin Hood well it was the Robin Hood Citadel game it was it was surrounding the GameStop thing but GameStop wasn't in there saying yeah everyone's buying their stocks like well no because they have they're just a company they're not but Roaring Kitty was there the guy who made all the money like the regular Joe guy the CEO of Robin Hood and then the CEO of Citadel what a clusterfuck you could see right away what politicians were bought by the question like one politician used his five minutes to be like so robin hood how'd you guys come up with the name like t-ball questions eh oh it's like dude are you fucking joking me there was a lot of everyone's bought off no 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 there was a lot of really good questions but this guy's just a fucking pro at dodging 
the CEO of Robin Hood? Yeah, he was. <clears throat> he wasn't squirming. Oh my god! Yeah, he was, but he was a pro at. First of all, he wasted so much time. Any question asked, he started off with a very slow. Well, Congresswoman, I'd like to thank you so much for your question. You know what I mean? Like just burning time and burning time. Um, There's a total technique to it. That was a real clusterfuck. I want to say that. Go watch it because it matters a great deal right now. The other thing I want to talk about is, and I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but Yellowstone. Great show, huh? No. Whoa, (laughs) finally, the one person. What's wrong with it, Matt? Well, I mean, I'm only, I'm not done season one. Uh, I have a lot of problems with it. Uh, First of all, there's a lot of times where it's written like a porno. I don't know if you noticed that. Go on. Well, so like <laughs> Kevin Costner and the, the First Nations, Native American, Indian, whatever you want to call him, grandfather, they both call the kid grandson multiple times. That is, that's porn talk. That's weird. I, I admit that's one. That's what he calls it. That They're doesn't cowboys, ruin the fucking show. Yeah. Man. Hold on. Cowboys. Um, the amount of shiners in the show and like bad makeup and like, Wow, dude! I'm holding a fine tooth comb to find out what's wrong with it. Here's the thing about um, here's the thing about Yellowstone. Come on, I'm looking at you now. You can't tell, but I can see. I can see. I can see. Um, You have to be able to take a step back from like your. I'm uh, all about suspension of disbelief. No, 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 no. You don't have to. It's not. It's real. Is real. It's not suspension of disbelief. It's like you have to be able to step away from this. Is going to be a work of art. And am I entertained? And there is not a moment where you're not entertained by Yellowstone. That's not true. You guys are, first of all, I know why Kamar's super into it. Because he's into the whole, like, being a fucking manly man, cowboy, like... Reason one, Beth is hot and, like, Oh, she's disgusting. Oh, I hate Beth. She's disgusting. Oh, oh, I hate Beth. She's a ginger. She probably smells like piss. She's fucking gross. Oh, hey, ho. Oh, what am I offending the gingers? Fuck off, Simon. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're you're offending the Beths. Oh, whatever. And and what you don't love the scenery? The scenery's great. I don't oh get out of here. You know what's gonna be ten times better is this prequel show, though, where it's how the ranch came into it. Keep in mind, I'm only in season one. I'm gonna ruin my life for the next week with the next two and, seasons. And there'll be no cell phones in and stuff. That's what I like. I was watching this thing with uh, Todd Phillips. Yeah. And he he was saying about doing the Joker, mm-hmm. how they he wanted to do in that time period. Supposedly Gotham, say the 1980s or whatever, just so to eliminate cell phones, social media, any, cell phone. anything yeah, like yeah. that, to be like, well, why didn't they have this or whatever? Which was also weird. He did a um, documentary on Gigi Allen. Oh, what a maniac! What a maniac! So he used to shit on and, stage, yeah, and then throw it at the fucking and eat it and yeah, throw it, all rub over it on himself. himself throw it on. I'm the crowd. watching on YouTube, and they show it. Yeah, they show him performing on. Naked. It's artistic. Eating shit. Oh. We have a mutual acquaintance, all of us, who uh, Gigi Allen was like their role model. Oh, yeah, for sure. I know exactly what you're talking was about. was fucking crazy, man. We do. They would like put duct tape all over themselves and like smash bottles over them. Yeah, like. I know them. Very, you, it's the younger brother of somebody you know extremely well. Oh, yeah. okay. Right on. Yeah, Gigi Allen. He Are we talking about the family up, of loose cannons? <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. I know exactly who you're talking about. I'm not going to Mike Minnelli this with you. Neither uh, am I. Matt, but, Neither uh, am I. Kamara will know who I'm talking about for sure. All right. Well, let's uh, actually do what we do here. Um, you want to go through the one guest? <laughs> well, it, it's funny because um, you you sent out in the thread that like um, probably no show this week. And I think we all understandably thought there'd be no show, power outage, 
access, whatever. I but still think it's slightly um, in bad taste, but whatever. Irresponsible to the he, show must go on? He, um, I, uh, first of all, I legitimately just didn't even know anything was going on in Texas. So when you sent that, I was like, oh my God, what the fuck is happening out there? Yeah. And remember when COVID first hit yeah. and everybody was stopping? Everybody did like a week with no podcast. That was yeah, like yeah, a yeah. shutdown. Yeah. Joe kept going. He said, you know, I believe my position here is to bring people uh, happiness in these hard times. So the, I feel like he'd already set a precedent for just plowing right through Do any disasters. We you know? think he has an obligation. What do you mean? He like has to Spotify? Put an episode on. No. No. Not, not in a case like this. I think he, I don't think it's like a ESPN. Um, because this is a force majeure, right? Well, first of all, I assumed he actually didn't have power for most of the week at the studio. Not to mention, I saw on Reddit, um, like I saw, I'll give you one example. I saw a video of a woman <laughs> who was like super weepy. And she was like, listen, we have power. We're so thankful to have power. But she's like, you guys, she's like, people need to see this. And she goes into her, her hydro bill or her energy bill. And she's like, this is Monday's bill just for one day. It was $927. Because it's private, it's unregulated, and then she, and then she's like, it like cuts, and then she's like, so this is today's bill, and it was twelve hundred and forty dollars, and she shows her four day energy bill, and it's fifty two hundred dollars. So like, what the fuck? They're gonna have to make some changes. Uh, shout out to everyone listening from Texas. Hope yeah, you're all right. anyone in Texas. Yeah, anyone in Texas. Like, our heart Jesus goes out to you. Christ. We know it's cold, but we are prepared for it. Simon, it was nine hundred dollars to charge a Tesla in Texas over the week. Yeah, that's when people aren't like fucking uh, making parades for Elon anymore, right? I mean, it's it's cr it, the craziest. <clears throat> is Give that, me my oil. The craziest is that it happens as Joe moves there, <laughs> almost the like he's bringing thing, the pestilence. Dude, the whole thing is weird. Now, now he's moving to Puerto Rico, but yeah. Anyways, uh, one uh, guest this week, funny man Tim Dillon, who's recently moved there, and like he's got no luck. They called this one the snowpocalypse. Yeah. Again, if you are in Texas, our heart goes out to you. It's uh, I was saying to one person, he was like, I work at a water treatment plant in Dallas, and he's like, the week has been just a fucking nightmare. And I felt, it's funny, because when I read it back to myself, my response, I was like, I forget that when you type stuff out, it can come off as like crass or not. So I, I responded, I was like, yeah, it sucks. We, our heart goes out to you. But I was like, you know, we deal with the six months of the year. Yeah, but we're prepared for it. That, I finished it up by saying, other than the burst pipes and the unpreparedness, we deal with this six we, months of the I year. I was listening to them already talking about how Biden helped out Texas right away. Yep. Boom, money right away. And uh, they were comparing it to the forest fires mm -hmm. and how uh, California got no dollars to help. There was also an article in the Washington Post that said Biden's... Uh, praise for his low-key response like they just kiss his ass whatever he does he's got all the support of left-wing media good to see and it must have been hard for them <laughs> good to see it must have been hard for them to feel bad for texans no like that's, cnn this, this, is what I, this is what i'm saying they hate it the lone star state like yes and they no. won't even consider themselves one of the stars on the flag I mean, listen, Ted Cruz left. AOC raised $4 million in a couple hours. Oh, dude, that Ted Cruz. Okay, thing let, let, let's rate, rate the week you get into. Politically. It. Well, no, hold on. That's the start of the show. Yeah, we shouldn't rate the week, though, because there's only one episode and we rate the episode at the end. So I just felt like maybe this week we'd do it different. And okay. instead of. Because the week is going to be what you rate the one episode, correct? Some Unless Simon. Watch, well, Simon's, Simon's <laughs> math might work out different. We'll have two different ratings still. Okay, fuck it. Let's rate the week. I give it a four. 
Yeah, I give it a four. They could have complained about COVID a lot more, but they didn't. I give it a three seven five. <laughs> I mean, it's always fun when Tim Dillon's there. I like the laughs. There was the yeah. I mean, it was really funny. I wish, uh, I, Maddie, had you listened to? Do you listen to Tim Dillon's podcast? No. You have to go back and just listen to the clip. I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere of him. There's two of them, actually. Him going after his aunt, the one he called the cunt there. (laughs) Dude, it's 20 minutes of the funniest shit you've ever heard. And the other one is um, him going after those two lesbians on his podcast. Oh, I I can imagine that's hilarious. it's so funny. Like he, This was so tame compared to what he does. It's hilarious. Dude, I spit Gatorade out of my mouth when he said lesbians. Oh, they're insufferable. <laughs> Gays and lesbians oh, hate each other. Yeah, dude, I know. Yeah. He had such a good line in this show. Oh, my God. Where he had Joe like laughing real hard. Does anybody remember what it was? There was a bunch. Dude. It, it was, was later on in the episode. Oh, it was about Tony Hinchcliffe where he's like, yeah, Tony Hinchcliffe is a bird. Yeah. He can perch <laughs> on the chair. <laughs> And then I wasn't sure, did Joe actually love the place or was he just giving Tim a hard time? I have no idea. He was going on and no, I really like this place, Tim. Joe doesn't want to like get any lesbians against him, you know? So he was watching his back, I think. I find it funny though that Joe was like, what What was Ted Cruz to do? I'm like, well, there's a lot he could have done. Is there though? Yes, Kamar, there's a lot. As a that state- he couldn't do from Mexico? Like he physically, why did he have to be there? It's the same thing. I understand the optics, but Kamar, you were you were all for the guy in Ontario being fucking fired or resigning when he took off. Yeah, and we roasted over a spit. And we talked about how Doug Ford can't resign because he's the boss. Ted Cruz the boss. Like if these people don't like him, not the boss. He's not the governor. Why should Doug Ford resign though? We were just saying. Well, they fuck up. Like Trudeau can't resign. They have to be voted out. If people want, they can vote Ted Cruz out, but. That's how it is. Well, you should. He's a useless Canadian who did, who couldn't take the cold and left Texas. What a fucking pussy. Keep that in mind when you go no, to the he, polls, he had, Texans. He no He's power. a fucking Canadian. He was born in Calgary, one of the coldest fucking cities we have. I don't give a fuck if he had no power. Fuck Ted Cruz. He should have just frozen to death. Yeah, piece of shit. I don't know. You, you would have gone to Florida. Wait, wait, but hold, I guess on, you're not a, hold on. I never would have been a state senator. Let's, let's back up a second. So he left because he was cold. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's what we're, I mean, what we're guessing. And you want him to stay because you want him to be cold. He, Matt wasn't rolling up his sleeve and get those fucking power stations back up. Yeah, listen, he's he has duties as an elected official to stay in state and try to help the state and the right. people in it, correct? Just, just Ted Cruz. Sure, like if he every, sends his family, I don't give a fuck. Everybody else, you, you don't think is a pussy for going to find warmth. Listen, if you have the means and you live in Texas, I don't give a fuck if you went to Cancun. That's okay. fine. Yeah, Why yeah. would I have just, a problem with just that? Just Ted Cruz. Okay, yeah. I'm just I'm it's just a problem if he goes to Cabo or Puerto Vallarta because that's a dump. Is that he's an elected he's, official. Yeah. That's right. You don't do anything all the time, and now is your chance to shine. Dude, especially for, like they said, he's Mr. Pushback on, the, on this sort of stuff. and like I agree with Joe, though. Oh, yeah, he was like... He was um, pushing back on the Austin mayor for leaving. He was pushing back on Obama for playing pool during some, like, uh, whatever, or Bush for trimming gardens or something. Who knows? The craziest thing is on CNN, they're like, how bad a person you have to be that your friends throw you under the bus? Because they leaked... That's yeah. how they found out, because his wife's text messages. Listen, it was probably some shitty wife that hates his wife. You know what or I mean? Or it was like, the one person who was on the thread but wasn't invited to go. <laughs> or who doesn't have the means and you know they were trying to throw and these are where they're going was $390 a night I don't like it when the millionaire anchors on CNN act like 
And three hundred and ninety dollars a night is nothing. But it, and to these anchors, it isn't nothing too. But they make it seem like they're the common people too. I don't know. I understand what you're saying, but I don't think you could actually do anything. And he came back and he said, "I made a mistake." So what do you want? Like, hmm. he owned up to it. I felt he's embarrassed. And if people are really upset, they'll vote him out. Oh, they will. Yeah, I think it's done for him. Let's keep in mind too. Then they also then Texas went and blamed fucking clean energy on the whole crisis, which is insane. Well, that was a farce because yes. we have windmills going right now. It's just yeah. you have the winter <laughs> exactly. package. But for a second, you know, I believe that. Yeah. I thought that was a thing. I was like, ah, well, okay, watch the windmills. But then the women's just are going here and this is, they cheaped out and didn't put the winter package on the thing, so they broke down. Yeah. Also, it's only ten percent of their entire the, the entire state's energy, so you can't blame the entire thing going down on a ten percent. But today in Austin, rate. it's eighteen degrees, so they're bouncing back. Yeah, of course. It was a quick winter for them. I mean, keep in mind to say they're bouncing back, like. Uh, it wasn't just Austin and Texas, too. There was an ice storm. Like, a lot of the states is fucked right now. Yeah, Brian Callen was in uh, Dallas, and it was... Uh, Did you say states or the states? The states. Like, lots of different states. Like, uh, I can't remember where it was. Fuck, Illinois, I think, had, like, an ice storm. And we know, pers- we know firsthand that an ice storm can fuck shit up for months. Did you guys watch that uh, Callen on uh, The Fighter and the Kid? I got about an hour in. I thought it was going to be post-Joe, but yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, post-Joe's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get there for sure. All good. And All good. Dalia's apology. We have so much to talk about this week, so we Oh, should, I've got know. a lot. Um, <laughs> then they talked about Clubhouse. Do you guys feel like you're on the outside looking in? No. That's the ultimate high school thing, eh? I didn't even know what it was until they started talking about it. Well, it's it. an invite only, and it's like forums where you listen to people, and Elon is asked to talk to Putin. It's invite only? Yeah. Dude, it's, so this oh. is, they're, they're doing like, a, they're doing the Facebook thing, but with elite people. So like what they're doing is they've started by only inviting famous people and then they can kind of send out invites. So everyone obviously wants to be on there, that kind of thing. Like Simon, someone this week said there's a huge alien community on there and they were like, Simon should get in there. So, but who has to invite me? I don't know. Someone who's already someone in. Someone who's already in, yeah. There's an Listen, article. Somebody who's in there, send me an invite so I can get on. That sounds pathetic. I did two on Twitter, but we didn't. That's so... Anyone want to invite me? But well, the funniest thing hey. is Joe went on after this with Tim Dillon. Kamar. Of course. There's a person yeah. with feelings behind this fucking plastic curtain. <laughs> behind this facade. Right? The bubble. Can Jeez. I say this? I think this is the most ironic... My voice cracked there. I think this is the most ironic thing ever. Joe goes on Clubhouse with Tim Dillon. And his first thing... And I'm not joking. This blew my mind. The first thing he says is, are all these people listening right now? Holy shit. I'm scrolling down and there's like a lot of people in here. I was like, is this guy fucking serious right now? No, but I mean, he can't see what he's doing. I mean, he knows there's a million people listening. But if there was some sort of bore that he saw what that actually looked like, I think he'd do it even on his own podcast. Maybe he, sorry, Kamar, maybe he just meant that um, he can't believe that Clubhouse actually has this many people on it. But there's a there's an article in New York Times saying this has to be exposed, like this is yeah. another, another breeding. Oh, the New York for- Times things was ridiculous. That was such a stupid article. They were saying it was unfettered, unfettered speech and conversation. And obviously, that's just Shut someone who's not up. getting invited yeah, to clubhouse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I no lie. If you want to invite me, invite me. I, I I don't know if I can listen to people have conversations for four hours a night though. That really fun party. They're a bunch of racists. Yeah. Well, I saw something interesting that I was thinking about us doing for like the post show this week. That stereo app. Have you seen that? 
No, you haven't. No, obviously. what is the stereo app? Now? Well, it's like a it's like a new kind of genre of podcasting where so it's like a memoji. So like we would have the thing open and there would be three memojis, a Simon memoji, a Kamar, and a me. And it's like a live talking head. So like we're talking to the mics. It's then making the memojis talk. And then fans can jump in. So like we can have a queue of fans that want to ask questions. That'd be interesting. Call us pieces of shit. But I think you can vet them too. So it's not like just people oh, no, baba booing you. Piece of shit. That's amazing. <laughs> um, but I was thinking, but then I looked into the app and people were like, this is a big scam. It's just a fucking... A dump it's to like steal Russia all your info. Yeah. Shit. I already gave oh, it's it not, to it's not happening. To make myself look old. I'm going to look for it in mid story. I'm going to look into it deeper because I think it would be cool to maybe get Does some. Does it cost money? No, but I think they literally rape and pillage your Or whatever info. you put on it is all their content that, or yeah, something. Yeah, who knows? Something like that. So then uh, you're freaking out about Ted Cruz, but which do you think is worse? What Ted Cruz did or what uh, Governor Cuomo is accused of doing? I haven't looked into it. What's hilarious about it is. Um, but I'm sure Cuomo's a piece of shit too. Oh, well, he's a bully, and everyone sort of, it's kind of the woodwork. Um, but he did a press conference saying, uh, like, the Department of Justice won numbers, and somebody else won numbers, and we gave one person numbers, and when we gave that person numbers, we forgot to give the other people numbers, so there's a void. And then someone goes, uh, well, do you think it's necessary to have an investigation in this? He goes, no, I just told you what happened. <laughs> like you're supposed to take his word for it. No need for investigation. I just told hey, what are we happened. doing here? I just fucking told you. Just, well, can you count? Just like that. So it's interesting that he's going to be um, investigated, and that his brother doesn't mention it. Did a half hour on what a piece of shit Ted Cruz is, and doesn't mention. Well, obviously he's banned from doing. He's it, no longer allowed to interview his brother. No one talks about the family like this. No one, Christopher. Anyway, Christopher, Christopher. We'll, we'll see what happens. Go get that giant toothbrush from the basement. And then uh, New York is a piece of work. Did you see what they were joking about? The de Blasio with the guys dancing? Oh, it's terrible. Like that's going to bring the city back? Yeah. I don't know. I stand by it, though. This crime shit, don't fucking buy this for a second. The NYPD is just letting, they're just letting shit go. It's the exact same. When they were talking about Giuliani cleaning up the city, do you know what Giuliani did to clean up the city? He gave the cops the green light. Carte blanche. He just said, do whatever. I will cover all crack of your skulls. asses. Yeah, go out there and crack some fucking skulls, and we're going to clean the city up. And don't worry about any of the fallout. I got you. And they sent, like, 80% of the homeless people exactly. to California. So this is what I hate about this narrative of, like, New York is now this unsafe place. It's like, listen... You can't just have the NYPD out there doing whatever the fuck they want and then calling it a safe city because it then is not a safe city when you have the cops acting like that. I saw a video the other day of an NYPD caravan driving around Harlem at 3 a.m., uh, sirens blaring just to keep the neighborhood awake. And it's this black dude with his camera out. And he's like, you believe this shit? And it's like, it, he's literally talking the whole time. He's like, they've been doing this for hours. And like, there's no, you can tell there's no, there's no crime taking place. There's no, you'd, you'd, have, you'd have to go there and see for yourself on, uh, on prime. There's a show called no go zones. Have you ever watched it? Yeah. It's fucking crazy, man. 
crazy. That's so. A isn't crazy it insane show. that there are cop like places where cops will not go? That it, it's so nuts, Matt. And you know what's also crazy? The world's toughest prisons. Have you ever watched that? Yeah. Where a lot of these prisons are like run the by the inside. Actually, yeah, of course. Dude, it's so bonkers. It's these little microcosms of fucking like Hell. violence. Yeah. And but they, they they're not like tasked by the warden. Yes. To, oh, they really? Are, some of them are. Some of them it just ends up working that way, and then the prison has no choice but to adopt them as a part that probably of the makes sense system. you have to have some relationship with them i mean kamar you're, you're forgetting too in like el salvador well where ms-13 runs everything like the warden doesn't have a real choice in you know the, oh i the, thought this was just in north america no, no, no he's no, talking no, no the world's it, toughest prisons is usually in like third world, world countries and no and go shit. zones like i just watched one about jamaica i watched one about um bogota colombia is it no go zones but the person goes there they give them like access but like it's crazy man they're they're, they give them access watching them do robberies and shit. It's fucking nuts. It'd be better if they had a different report every week because no one makes it out. They yeah. <laughs> well, recover the, the footage. The they just, at the end of the episode, you have like Chris Chris Simmons, 14. In memory of. <laughs> exactly, yeah. The guy who did who does the uh, prison one, Yeah, he is a uh, actual inmate from the UK. He was in prison for like 14 years. Is that that Ross years. guy or whatever? I don't remember I forget his, his name. name. I know he, who he is. He yeah. got released because of uh, he didn't actually commit the crime. But that lets him at least go in and the prisoners usually give him like a tiny bit of respect because he had served so much time, you know? Did you guys watch 60 Days In? I think I have, yeah. Fucking insane. I always thought it was just like a show about hey, we put hidden cameras in prisons. I didn't realize it was normal people going to prison voluntarily for like 60 days. Just the experience? Are they normal people? I thought they were a, a reporter guy. Okay, but either way, they're like, no, no, I think they're just normal fucking people. Mm, okay, well, maybe. I don't know. Listen, I, I'll put it to you this way. I clearly haven't crazy. watched enough. To yeah. <laughs> either way, it's not Smatty. Yeah. That show is crazy. Because I often, but it makes me wonder, like, how, how, are they like, really putting that guy's life in jeopardy? I don't dude, think so. Dude, I've seen a bunch you know? where the where people in the cell get their fucking shit handed to them. And and you can see that the person is like, why signed up for the wrong thing? Well, that uh, World's Toughest Prison one, I saw one where, I don't remember where he was, but the guy comes to like, you know, there's always like an inmate who comes to greet him and show them yeah, the yeah. ropes for the first little bit. That guy takes him to, he's his cellmate. He takes him to his cell. He's like, okay, so do you know anybody on the outside? He's like, uh, I don't, yeah, maybe, I don't know. He's like, well, we need $200. And if you don't give it to us by tonight, we're going to stab you. Like they say this on camera. So you're like, well, this is either, you know, obviously not true or yeah. very accurate, you know? Word of the week, babies. If you have a friend who tells you they are raising their child without gender, can you continue uh, to be their friend? I know someone that did that. And you've... you've you well, I'm them? not their friend anymore for a so, lot of other reasons. Okay, okay, it, okay. I, that's what I'm saying is this is a tough one for me because it goes a lot deeper than that. I, I can't imagine that. I mean, I don't have a lot of friends, but I, I just, I don't have... I don't but let me any of my friends would be let, that. Let me ask you though, Kamar, if you went to their house and their kid was clearly like you know, different or like, you know what I mean? Like, I, like if you went over and the kid was just like a normal kid and they were like, well, we're raising a gender fluid. I could see why you'd be like, Hey, that's a bit fucked up. But if you went over there and like, I don't know, it'd have to be three or four, right? Like uh, three or four what kids? No years old. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's what I'm saying though. So is, yeah. Like, like who knows what it is? Well, let's say if it's nine or 10, like you're saying raising it from like a baby. The raising gender fluid. I mean, it's the surgeries and the hormones that are the problem. 
I agree. That to me is where, but again, yeah, I guess if I don't but know, like you, I'll, I'll reserve judgment. You would you'd be <laughs> conscious of not using a uh, pronoun in front of them. Just you wouldn't want to sway their opinion anyway. Oh, Mar, I, I can't. It's I, too much work for UK. <laughs> I can't not swear in front of a kid. So if you think I'm getting their pronoun, their preferred four-year-old pronoun correct, you're fucking dead wrong. That's what we were talking about the other day. I forget with who, but like, if the whole world comes apart, you know what I mean, and just becomes Mad Max. Are pronouns really important? Will, will people be held up on that? I don't think so. Not if you're fighting for your life, Kamar. No, no. <laughs> it's she, bitch. Um, <laughs> they were. Uh, then they talked about Enron, one of our favorite documentaries. <laughs> hey, Simon, smartest people in the room. Did you ever see that one, Matt? No, I didn't see you it. Ne- no. Oh, Maddie, my you God. have. You've never seen the I Enron so, documentary. No. You have to go and watch that. It. It's a really like. That'd be great if you knew around that time that what was going on there to short Enron. We talked about the big short, right, on this podcast? Last week we yeah. spoke okay. about it okay. briefly, okay. yeah. I just, it's such a great fucking movie. Do you know what's really crazy? Well, it's Adam McKay. He's such a great uh, Yes, I know. I just found that out, Kamar. He did Veep. He also did, he also did Wolf of Wall Street. No, no, that was Scorsese. Yeah. He did not do Wolf no, of Wall Street. No, he did Veep. No, he did, yeah. He did The Other Guys. He did The Other Guys, That's which was it. his first, yeah, but yeah. it was too The silly. Other Guys, the comedy? Yeah. He's, oh, my God, I'm going to have to rewatch that. Now. Adam McKay is Will Ferrell's partner oh i didn't know any of that that that's yeah. crazy like i think they're partners in funnierdie.com so then so it's all about corporations and um i like i think tim coined the uh term google stan but what about if because you know there's always a thing that these companies move someplace because of cheaper taxes or whatever yeah what if all countries colluded to have an 80 percent <laughs> corporate tax it would never happen because everyone would agree to it, and then one country a year later would be like, we can just have every con- every company come here if we well, just say fuck it. every other country sanction them. No, but you th- could do that, yeah. Is it just a way to, like, squeeze some money out of corporations for once? You know, you know what really bothers me is, like, there's all this talk about, like, um, you know, the carbon credits and this and that, and we have to make the companies pay and... This is the only way the world is going to survive. It's all fucking lip service because then you look at like, look at Amazon, just as the smallest little example. They find these loopholes to save themselves the tax on uh, whatever it is, $8 billion. Um, They could, if they had like done their job properly, the fucking government, then that never happens. And Take all that money and give it to the environment. You see where I'm but you, driving but here? You can driving see, my electric car. But Simon, you concede because the loophole's there, Amazon can take advantage of it. And they should be like, well, we're going to be taking advantage of it, so to, we should do that. To me, that's like a loophole where the government absolutely knows it's going on, and it's like a wink and a nudge to these giant corporations. It's not a, oh shit, we made a mistake and it cost us that. No, I, I don't buy that, man. Well, this is what fucked me up about this GameStop thing, is I'm sitting here watching these angry politicians, and I'm thinking, you guys are lawmakers. You guys can regulate this however you see fit. This is how you regulated it. And these massive hedge fund corporation assholes have taken advantage of it. And that's exactly what's going on here. They missed an angle. <laughs> but you can't just in that moment go, okay, we're changing the law. Like, but Simon, it's not they missed an it angle. It's that, it's that the little guy saw the angle. The little guy said, hey, I see that this is the craziest thing. This guy's getting sued right now. The, little, the guy that made the most money, not the most money, because Michael Burry probably made the most money, but this guy invested... of his own money 
a year ago in GameStop when it was at like three bucks. He ended up making like 35 million off it. And he actually bought more because he thinks it's going to go to a thousand. Simon, what they realized, and a guy came out this week, a hedge fund owner, he came out and he said, because of what Citadel did and Robinhood did, they did stop the stock from going to a thousand dollars. It so would have. Yeah, this guy, this guy said, I guarantee you, based on the numbers that I've read here, the stock would have gone to a thousand, but these guys fucked everyone basically. And instead, who's getting sued? This guy, Keith Gill, this single guy is being sued. By who? And, there's a class action lawsuit. What they're saying is that he colluded in a pump and dump. Well, that's what I asked. It, 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 it must be collusion or something. I'll tell you why it isn't. So is first of public? all, well, no, well, all the information he used was public. He also never, he, he never made himself out to be an expert. He always said, I'm, I, this is a very dangerous play. I'm investing my own money very riskily in this risk. A that's good lawyer should be able to get him off. I'm concerned though, because if he doesn't get off, this sets a terrible fucking precedent. Terrible. Because I'm I'm with you, Kamar. A good lawyer should. But let me ask you this: How much do you think this guy's going to spend on lawyers to fight a class action lawsuit? A million dollars. Probably way more. This process. So you see what I'm saying is he became a millionaire off of making a good risky bet, and now people are going to take it from him because the little guy won. It's insane. It's fucking insane well, to me. Hopefully, other millionaires pitch in because like you said it's a president so it could affect other people and it's in their interest to help him get off do you guys think through this episode tim sort of exposed himself as being a bit of a dick like if you use fred he's a cool guy but because he got ratted out from buddy and lion yeah. what, what a burger i mean i'm kind of with him like the you know if you do it as an accident if he's been genuine and he didn't know that he was buddy in line, of, of course. But I sort of think he... Oh, my God. You, you just reminded me, too, that so many Americans have written me and said, I'm American. I've never heard anyone say online in my life. Tim Dillon said it. People say it all the time. Like, I, maybe they just want to fight me on this, but... Especially Americans. I, I, I hear online all the fucking time. It's only Americans, Maddie. Canadians don't say that. We say in line. In line, like in line skates. I waited in line, and Americans say I waited online. I mean, the British say it properly. What so is that? I was in what the queue. Do, what do the Brits say? In the queue. Man, that just in sounds... Or yeah, queuing. Yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah, dirty, yeah. dirty, dirty. And the, you, you know Tim's got to be sort of stoked he's that famous. That he, he got that, recognized yeah. and got <laughs> shut out. And then, when he back to the Airbnb thing, remember when uh, Joe was like, why didn't you do the dishes? And he did the high-pitched, what? You, you know, know when you do the high pitch, what you know you're in the wrong. No, you know what? I totally disagree. Yeah, hold on a second. He brought up the best point that I have never ever thought of because we, every time we've had an Airbnb, Mary cleans the thing like she does the. And I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You paid four hundred dollars as a cleaning service. That should take care of the dishes for you. Can I? I have to say this. What when, do they clean? I guess when we went to Hawaii for well, two the weeks. Come in the curtains. We went to Hawaii for two weeks with my family. The cleaning fee for the Airbnb, and this is not a joke, we had to talk the woman down, was $4,600 US. Yeah, so for how many days? You clean all two the cum in the curtain. So it was like four, <laughs> 460 bucks a day? That's, dude. How so, dirty are you guys? <laughs> well, and then again, when we leave, my mom. Daddy broke a cactus. When we leave, my mom cleans the place top oh, to bottom, and I'm like, Ma, classic. what the fuck are you doing? Like, I don't yeah. know about Airbnbs, but for sure, motels. You leave it how you find it. You know it's what I mean? how you clean for the cleaning lady. You know, it's one of those. But things. I don't care who the guy is. A high pitch what knows you know no. inside. No. I could have done the dishes. You should be. Maybe you should be embarrassed. Like um, 
because you're leaving your dirty shit for other people, yeah. but it shouldn't cost you a fucking rating or anything no, because you paid the, the fee. Use of the service. Yeah. It's insane. And it, a COVID cleaning fee. Like maybe right it's off. crass, but it, it is not, um, it doesn't break any rules. I wonder if it's hurt or um, helped the lesbians. Um, oh, it's helped them. Uh, Especially Joe now saying like, I love this place. They're going to have that as a quote on their Airbnb <laughs> listing. I fucking love this place. But Joe Rogan. I wonder if most of their clients are other lesbians. No, that's not how Airbnb well, works. That's not how that works. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know that. The, no, that's, that's you guys cool. don't know that's not not how it works. Okay, okay fine. Well, the, then there's probably a whole other site that's all devoted towards, you know, certain specific demographics of Airbnbs. And uh, yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I like Airbnb and I... Wish I had something to do. I knew some people before this who had like full businesses going with Airbnb. Simon's brother. Yeah, I mean it's 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 it just makes the most sense. Like you know how Uber like why didn't we do this before? Especially if you don't have a like a cottage or a summer place, and it makes it way cooler than staying in some hotels. I think. Yeah. So you think there shouldn't be any regulations against that kind of thing? Well, no, I know there are. No, there are. Like, up in Alcove, I was saying to someone who has a place up there, you should do it when and it's just, you're not allowed. Well, in Quebec, it's different. Uh, is Alcove in Quebec? We. Oui. Yeah, you can buy, like, a license up there that lets you do it, but it's, like, expensive. It's a whole Well, I know anytime do, yeah. I've Airbnb'd in Montreal, they're specifically, like, when you come, if anyone asks, you're a friend that's, of mine staying from out of town. Like, there's, like, a fucking alibi and shit you gotta go by. because you... They, I know it's, they it, don't want to pay for that license. Yeah. And it might be different in the city limits of Montreal. You get a script? I, I know this is the case out in, like, um, uh, Gatineau. What if it's, like, uh, born entity? They give you a full, uh, like, a passport identification. <laughs> this is who you are. This is where to high school. Um, okay, so after that, they talked about Rush Limbaugh passing. Yeah. At the ripe old age of 70. Yeah. Um, this is a huge void. Like, uh, on the conservative side. Yeah. I don't know who's going to come into, like, Ben Shapiro or whatever, but uh, they're decimated. They lost Trump. They lost QAnon. They lost... Rush Limbaugh. It's very interesting to see what's happening. They got two Supreme Court justices. Well, they're they're doing fine. But now they can. They put have it, Candace Owens. They're doing just great. It'll, it'll just be interesting who will fill that vacuum. Tucker Carlson. I hope so. I, I don't mind a little Tucker. And I thought I'd never say that. I was saying to Simon though. I think like QAnon, Proud Boys, Oath Keepers, whatever you want, all that is now uh, has taken the place of Al Qaeda and ISIS. What the fuck is Oath Keepers? There's, they're, they're another group, that, like a buzzword that they're saying. Boogaloo Boys. Was, uh, Boogaloo Boys, uh, who had all these groups attacked their uh, capital. Mm. You think there's that's possible? Say it again. I, what was your point? They are the new... <clears throat> Al-Qaeda? No. The, the war of terror was Al-Qaeda and ISIS. Trump eliminated them, so they don't have that excuse to go after. So now... All, they, they were saying this, you need a boogeyman. All he had to do, uh, Trump, is... Not get up the there, right. yeah. Get up there and fucking tell them not to do that. And he is—he could have been. It wouldn't have been. He still would have lost, but he would have. Nobody could have said shit to him. He would have saved face. He like—it's just the worst miscalculation ever. Like they said, he's reality he, show, and that's a well, no finale. He he must have genuinely thought his team must have genuinely thought that they were going to take over in some crazy coup or not a coup whatever some civil war 
and take back the presidency because otherwise it's just stupid. It doesn't make any sense. What I want to know is why they thought the election was stolen. Like what tidbit of information or rumor did they hear to base all this on? The only thing I will say though is on CNN, they had a guy saying how, because the civil suits are coming out now. Mm -hmm. And he said, uh, Giuliani said 10,000 people in Pennsylvania, dead people voted in Pennsylvania. We looked into it, only two dead people voted they in must, Pennsylvania. They must have That's had, still too, too many. They must have had some intel. Hold on, that's still too, too many? So you're you're still calling voter fraud because two dead people voted in Pennsylvania? No, what if they voted for Trump? There's clearly voter fraud, but I don't think it's like a coordinated thing from the DNC or whatever that swayed the election. But sketchy stuff goes on Trump's, and everything. But even then, you just hold on. Two two dead people in all of Pennsylvania. Is that what you just said? Is there, that all right? That's all right for dead people There must vote? be hundreds of I'm dead just, people who vote every election. But I'm just how saying, is, how, but Kamar, Kamar, I'm just saying is like, Pennsylvania has millions of people. And, and how, do, how does one dead person vote? Well, again, that's well, someone trying to... how does any cheating go on? I'm sure that two to me is like, that's it? That's I the, would have assumed yeah. it was 100. So you guys believe in ghosts? No, I'm just saying the margin of error there is like a normal Dude, margin of error for any that election. That is the stupidest fucking Fox News thing I've ever heard. You believe in ghosts. <laughs> have you just been waiting no, to say that? Like you no, had it loaded in yeah, your fucking chamber? I did, but no dead people should vote. That's all yes, I'm saying. Yes, agree. Oh my okay, God. Okay, hey, we're on the same page. The same way This no, guy is literally a, a, a right-wing talk. Okay, we're on the same page. Perfect. You guys agree <laughs> the same way. No, um, uh, bad machine should exist, but I'm sure they do. I, I you guys are like, well, yeah, of course, dead people vote. Like, I just, I don't tolerate. What that. I was trying to get at was that Trump's team must have had what they'd consider very credible intel for them to have taken the course of action. This is what I'm saying. What yes, that was? I, what was that? I, I'll agree that that must have existed on some level. I am also interested to know what they thought was they must so have, credible. No, they did all this off of two dead people voting. My only thing would be Get this. My only thing fuck. my only thing would be this and I don't believe this and I'll tell you why. My only thing would be they knew it because they did it 4 years earlier. But I don't believe that because Trump is the kind of person. You mean who, Russia helping him win? I'm not saying Russia. I'm just saying maybe they found a loophole where they were getting dead people to vote. They found the extra votes. Just hear me out, though. The reason I don't believe that is because Trump is the kind of person who at the end of the day would have slipped up somewhere and been like, I know it's voter fraud because we committed it for um we all commit voter fraud. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like he would have slipped up somewhere and let it loose. So I don't think that's it. I I think they believed. I think he was delusional from winning the first election that he probably shouldn't have won. And therefore he felt, because if you think about it, his stock only got stronger. I mean, it was a record turnout voter-wise. Well, without COVID, he wins. Did you see they're trying? I, I don't believe that either. Oh, I think so, man. Did you no. see they're trying to kick him out of Mar-a-Lago? They did, I think. Because when he bought it, they were like, you could buy it, but you can't live there. And he was like, okay. But you could say for 21 days at a max... Though employees, because it's a huge uh, thing, can't stay there. So he became an employee. So he can stay there. He's a janitor. Just, <laughs> the loopholes are everywhere. You know what I mean? He's a janitor. He's just such who, a piece of shit. an equation. I can see why people really hate him, famous. but I, I still fucking love him. How do you like um, them apples? What a piece of garbage. Then they, they talked about Alex Jones. And uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but he was on Crowder talking about that he was at the Trump rally mm -hmm. and was screaming at people to stop. Like with it, but it was just it was. But I saw a video that's totally the opposite of that. So unless it was all doctored, I, I, 
He said he was screaming at people to stop. You you think he was at the front smashing windows? No, but I saw a video of him with a bullhorn egging people on, being like, we need to go, we need to get in there. I, I'll pull the video up. Who Alex Jones. Was at there doing that? Listen, he's already, we already know he was there because he admitted it. He's saying he's there, but he's saying he's saying the exact opposite. He was Do saying on Crowder that he was telling people not to go and Do that absolutely they should stop. I don't believe... Uh, I, I sh I'll have to lick it. I, I just don't believe that Alex Jones would be inciting that kind of shit. That's not on brand and for him. Are you being totally sarcastic? I can't no, see the I, I know, I can't either. I was lost. <laughs> no. It's a straight face. Hey, listen, I realize that sounds ridiculous with what I just said, but I think Alex Jones is much more careful now after that Exa whole Sandy I agree. Hook he thing He's about losing his whole fucking thing. He like, hadn't, he hadn't lost you, He hadn't lost in the Supreme Court of Texas at that point, as far as I know. Anyways, I I, I, I would just, I'd need to look I think that. I think he'd be uh, mindful of uh, something like that, like... And the one thing they mentioned is... So he, let me ask you this, though. He's down there with a bullhorn, might I add, not inciting. Is that your argument? Just out of curiosity. Alex Jones showed up at the Capitol Hill for a Stop the Steal rally with a bullhorn. Again. And well, everyone's argument here is that he was not trying to incite the as, crowd at as all. As we discussed, they presented as evidence... People were going to do this before that that day. For sure. Before the Fine. six, there uh, people had decided they were going to start the Capitol. And sure. And if so they it, weren't incited. If it was a protest, which it could have very well have been, Alex Jones could have been there doing something for that. It with, hold on, wait. That with hold on. Proper security. Your argument. Fine. So your argument also is that they would have stormed the Capitol regardless of what Trump said as well. That's what your argument is right oh, now. I, that, that's the evidence they presented. I think so too. But you also heard Mitch McConnell say. I think he's guilty of this, but I'm I'm acquitting him, right? You heard he, he's just saying you can't impeach a person who's not in office. That he said otherwise, if he was president, I would have impeached him. Yeah, so he's saying I think he's guilty of this. So even Mitch McConnell said he's guilty of inciting the crowd. I despite think he the acquittal. Is guilty. I, I agree with you. I think he's guilty, Matt. I think it would have happened regardless. I think Trump could have maybe have done something to dissuade Possibly most of the people it. from and doing that's that. That's what he did wrong. I still think there was like I'll put it to you this way. Plans to do this I'll, before. Fine. I'll this put it to you this way. Down. Plans or not, I don't believe they actually go through with those said plans without Trump inciting them. I think it's like no, one of those things where they, they were, get down there. They, they were uh, attacking the thing while he was still You're, speaking. We're going to disagree on this. Yeah, fair in, enough. In the end, though, uh, we can all agree that Trump should have got there and said, do not do that. That'd be hilarious. Regardless of he whether he was of, responsible Stop! And they just not. walk over him like a, and like a funny movie. Well, that's that's on. really <laughs> what he should have done is he should have like put himself out there and pleaded that they not do anything violent. Yeah, it, and that like, would have been he, that would have been defensible too. And, and if he had yeah. put himself out there, that could have like saved the face of his whole twenty twenty four. I don't feel run. like that's something he would do. Oh, that's so off brand for him. It's so unfucking real. You needed off brand at that point, fellas. So speaking of monsters, they talked about monster with Charlie's there. And you guys see that movie? Of course. Yeah. And that's gonna be the movie game this I week. I hate that movie. It's the movie game. I hate it. It's the movie game. Do, do, do you not find Christina Ricci is hot? I don't. No. Have, I don't have a pen. It's the movie game. <laughs> There's no button. There's no oh. song yet. What are you doing? This guy. I thought there was. You're ruining it all, too. I know I'm ruining it all, but... You just buried the no, lead. You should have said anything. You could have just done like this, and I would like... Ah, whatever. So you ruined it. Yeah. It's the movie game where Simon and Maddie go head-to-head -to, -head to find out what year a movie came out. Usually it's a movie uh, that they talk about or a movie related to the podcast. What year a movie came out, how much it cost to make, and how much it made at the box office. Well, this is an interesting one because it's this? a true story. 
I'm Can in I? my bubble. Yeah, and you don't have a pen? No pen. Oh what a piece God. of shit. Just a second. <coughs> I coughed on one. Here. Are you really taped in on all... Yeah, you are. Everywhere, Matt. Well, pull out your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Do it in your Get notes. a note. Okay. This is real modern. I mean, shit. I don't buy this anyway, because he's just going to say he got it. No, oh, no, we can't do that, because we oh, say it, and then Kamar gives I us I can show right. it to you. No, no, it's fine. I can't see through the fucking plastic. I can text it to Kamar if you want. <laughs> you want me to do that, No, Matt? no, I believe you, Simon. All right. Okay, the year monster I, I came out. I wouldn't if you, I were you, but whatever. The year monster came out. Okay, hold on, let me get this going. All right, the year monster came out. I'm ready. What's up, Chico? How you doing, pal? Okay, I'm ready. All right, I have 02. I have 06. Oh, boy, so close, 2003. Fuck. Okay. So close. Starring uh, an unrecognizable uh, Charlize, Charlize Theron, Theron and uh, her lover, based on true story, Christina Ricci. Yeah, you guys don't think Christina Ricci's hot? Those are no. the two mains, Charlize and Christina Ricci. Who else is in the movie? Come on, please. Bruce Dern and Lee Turgeson. I can't think who Bruce Dern was. So. Laura Dern's brother. Here's an interesting. No, father. Produ- produced by Donald sure. Kushner. Is that Jared Kushner's dad? No. Uh, Charlize Theron, Matt Damon, and Clark Peterson. Matt Damon produced this. Yeah. Hey, Kamar, did you see that? Um, what show is it that uh, I think it's Succession? Will Ferrell has credits on. No way. Yeah. Oh, like a, a producing credit executive producer. Yeah, credits. So you just put some money in on it. But enough to get on the like. You know, he's one of two people who show up. I as, think I think if you like if someone calls you to ask you if you could call someone if they could do something for a movie, like that could get you a producer credit. I'm ready, but I have no fucking clue. Although I say that absolutely every week we do this, so shot in the dark. Simon, you ready? Yeah, I mean, I really have no clue here. Dude, this okay, is Okay, go. Yeah, I'm done. The problem is this this like when all, won Oscars and Oscar winners don't tend to make okay four, fourteen point seven, and it made sixty eight point nine. I said twenty and fifty. Budget eight million. Okay. Box office sixty four million. Whoa, two hundred thousand. Whoa, whoa, that's almost on the head of the nose, dude. That might be a win for me. Aileen Wernos. No, you only got one right out of three. Well, no, but I was six million off on the budget. Why? What did five? you say on oh, the budget? Oh, five. I said 14.7. It was very close. And then I, I said 68.9, and it was 64.2. You've been on a bit of a run. But the, uh, the the box office was almost on. But have you seen what's interesting about the movies? crazy, but the actual footage of her. Oh, she's crazy. so like, gross. Yeah, I know. Like, oh. She is. I've listened to a podcast about that whole story. It's, uh, I mean, it's a crazy story. And we can't think of any other uh, female serial killers? Well, they don't really exist. It's kind of a man's game. No, they, they do. Pretty much there a white are. man's game. Do you guys remember that Washington um, uh, D.C. killer? What, the sniper? I think there's been some black widows and some uh, nurses killing people in uh, old folks' homes with the over-medication. But yeah, the sniper guy. That had everyone on their toes for a week or two. Yeah, that's scary, man. Oh, look into the serial killer black dude from Chicago. They found like 60 rotting bodies in his house. The smell was so bad that the neighborhood thought there was like a bodega beside his house run by, a, I guess, an Arab family. And the neighborhood all blamed the Arabs for the smell. That was his 
serial killer name, black dude from Chicago. Yeah. Did, did you guys watch by any chance that documentary on HBO about the Chelsea Hotel? It's the... Um, no, the Cecil Hotel? There's the Cecil Hotel, rather. On Netflix? Is it Netflix? I yeah, thought it was... About uh, the Asian girl yeah. from Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you watch that? Yeah. It's crazy, right? That's a crazy story because the internet made it into something it, it obviously totally wasn't. Mm-hmm. But it was so intriguing for a while. And uh, why did I want to, why did I start talking about, what were we talking about right Female serial this? killers. Female serial killers. Oh, about the part about uh, the Night Stalker, how he used to go there after his killings. Yeah. Richard Ramirez. Yeah. Who coincidentally also has a four-part series on Netflix. Yeah. Which that, they've, I think, slowed down. I don't know. But when those things are happening, everyone gets real stress and tense. You know what I mean? Yeah. When it's happening and they're like, we don't know what's going on. And the police are holding back information and having to release stuff. Well, it's like... Because we the, recently had one in Toronto. It's like the pandemic, you know, when you're afraid to go out on the streets. That's what that would have been like in New York when Son of Sam was going on. I was going to say going the Son of Sam, yeah. Whatever, any of those, Night Stalker. John Wayne Gacy. Where you're afraid to go out in your own neighborhood. like. And the classic was uh, Jack the Ripper. Uh, Classic. What was interesting was uh, the story Joe told about the guy who was like, "If you want to work at comedy, you can't use the f word." Oh, that was interesting. And then three years later, whatever he like had him introduce him and say all these things. And like it was a total like uh, I've never seen Michael that. I've never really Dick seen that side movie. of Joe. Yeah, it, it was a weird story for Joe to yeah. choose to tell. I liked it, it though. Yeah, yeah, it, it was honest. But it's I find recently Joe doesn't do anything that like is bad for his brand. No, but I think when he was telling the story he was being honest but sort of like i wish i hadn't done that in retrospect but i did it this, this is how it is it sounds like something tim dylan would do <laughs> tim dylan would point. do for sure yeah 100 exactly. i mean i still thought i listen i i still was like that's a boss move and i don't think he does that a lot so you know what everyone gets a few fuck it if he if he if he had sort of been like yeah and that's how i roll it would have been a dick move but i i like i said he, he that was a bee in his bonnet and he had an opportunity, and what goes around comes around. Well, let me ask you this. I think this is an important uh, maybe elephant in the room. Do you think, how many people do you think don't like Joe but have to kiss his ass because he's a gatekeeper? Like, do you think there's, a, like, do you think, there obviously is a percentage. I need an example. What gate is he keeping for them? To just get, to on, get on his show? show? No, but I just that. mean in yeah. general. Like, he yeah. is, you know, he is, I, I think he's a gatekeeper, whether for you want to. Sure, Matt. Like, for are you, sure. Are you saying they're, and I'm not saying it so much in the negative. Like I'm not saying you know if someone in industry is like fuck Joe Rogan to his face. I don't need him. Well, I'm just I I don't I, I just I don't know. Like Simon and I forever have been like, why is Nate Bargatze never been on? Oh. Or Shane Gillis, or like you know there there are guys Joe just the He-Manwar twice interested in, and for whatever reason, maybe again that story to me, Maddie showed that like. Joe's human, mm-hmm. and that was like this tiny little incident that he thought about for years. How many of those are out there? Like, maybe Shane Gillis did something wrong to him one time. No way, Shane Gillis. That's kind of my point. But Shane no, but Gillis is only doing comedy for like 10 years. That's fine, but Simon's kind of getting to my point is like, there's got to be someone who accidentally, you know, maybe banged Joe's door when he was having a bad day of his Tesla, and and then forever he's just... Because that's how it works. Like, Mitzi or, was like that, too. They talk about it all the time, how she just, like, didn't like some. I'm like that. Or it was just too, um, like, uh, you know, some of these comedians, I imagine, because they're comedians, even though they don't know Joe, 
maybe like make jokes that they shouldn't or who knows, right? Like that's okay when it's your friend, but it's somebody you haven't met. Yeah. They're making fun of your little hat or whatever, you know, I don't know. I'm just saying, Kamar, you know, I'm just saying numbers wise, there has to be a comedian that like plays real nice, but that secretly is like fucking Joe, like whether they're jealous or just. What I was going to say is whatever all the big plans he keeps alluding to, I think once those go into motion, yes, there will be a a long list of people who have to suck up or whatever. Because he's saying, anybody, come down here. I'm going to help you. Like, I know when he said that, dude, I honestly thought to myself, you know what? I might just go down for a year and make a fucking run at it. You get a comedy special. You get a comedy special. (laughs) Everyone gets a comedy special. We're even going to make Brandon Shaw funny. Um, Then they talked about, which I think would have been one of the best guests on Joe Rogan, uh, Rest of Power, Patrice O'Neill. Oh, my God. Some argue maybe the the GOAT. I I would argue Kennedy that he passed away, and that was the only thing. The elephant in the room is one of my top five specials of all time. I preach it to everyone. I'm like, listen, I'm the biggest Chappelle supporter ever, but I was I always tell people, I'm like, if you want like one of the most unknown, underrated comedy specials of all time, elephant in the room is the like spelling bit leading into dude, that or coming from that football bit i don't know which one goes into the which fish one. Oh the my fish God. jumping into the boat uh, it's amazing the bear at work with the honey like yeah. it, his crowd work in it when but you talk I, about the girl with the big tits dude i suggest everybody goes and watches those old um what the was, opie and anthony no 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 the uh fuck the one with um the Boston guy there. What's his name? Or New York guy. Who, DePaulo? No. Um, Louis? Colin, Colin Quinn. Pardon the interruption. Tough crowd. Tough crowd. Tough crowd. <laughs> Sorry. Tough crowd. We got there. It's all good. There are some times where oh, Patrice he is... gets into like a legitimate argument with someone. It's so good, man. He's um, he's just amazing. I'm telling Across you. the board. But Ac- even then, if you really want, the most Patrice you'll get is on Opie and Anthony. Like, that's where I truly feel like he, that's where you get Patrice O'Neill. So if you really want to understand how funny and who he is, just Google Patrice O'Neill, Opie and Anthony. And my theory is his realness may have killed him and that he had um, skirted success by keeping it real and like, fuck that or whatever. Like, he could have played the game more and maybe had more money, had more, been healthier or whatever. Dude, they had Chris Rock on Opie and Anthony and... They asked Chris Rock why Patrice didn't get more chances. And Chris Rock in front of Patrice is like, motherfucker, are you joking? He's like, what about that audition? And Patrice is like, oh, I didn't show up for that. And he's like, exactly, why? And they go, dude, it's like 40 minutes where they're all Jim Norton, Opie and Anthony. They're all dying laughing because Patrice finally at the end is like, oh my God, I railroaded my own career, didn't I? Like he, he, come, was he comes like, worse oh, it's Did fucking- you ever hear that bit? Sorry, Matt. No, That bit where um, him, it's not a bit rather. It's a, not an interview, uh, What's his fucking name? Sorry. The uh, guy from Boston. Colin Quinn. We, no, we've <laughs> seen it. We've seen him a bunch of times. Gary Goldman. Uh, Matt in Ottawa. Super funny. Always on Rogan. I'm dying here. We've my seen brain, a guy. Bill Burr. Brain, Bill Burr. Oh, thank yeah. you. Oh, Jesus God. Christ. Holy. I didn't know you were on that uh, famous ginger. mainstream. Yeah. Bill Burr and Patrice. They're both young. Yeah. And they're arguing about uh, something Bill Burr said about Patrice on some... Radio show. Do you not know what I'm talking about, Kamar? 
the specific th- they're actually having an art it turns into an argument on air i think it's on it's open anthony, anthony for sure yeah, it just feels like every interaction between all these guys no like, but it just shows you like that's a perfect example of patrice just like kind of getting in his own way and yes oh, it's, well rest of power yeah. and uh yeah and we should go listen to it my best experience was um i think you now have to pay for it he was on mark maron who, Patrice? Patrice still had him blown up. Oh, wow. I'd it, love it, to go back and listen to that. And it was like before Marin was really big, but it's really interesting because he got um, some sort of sexual assault thing. Like they ran a train on a girl and she was down, but then her boyfriend found out and said she wasn't and they went to jail or something. So that, that he already had a foot in the, the wrong thing coming up. But he was so like really thoughtful and insightful. And uh, that's what I recommend. How long was Patrice alive well, Rogan's show was going on. What was the crossover, if there was one? Oh, I. Th- that's a good. Yeah, that's a great question. Mumble there had to be two. It, it had to be two years at least. I'd say. Well, when well, we have Patrice to just find die? out when Patrice O'Neill died. I'm gonna say he died in like twelve. Check my phone. Twenty twelve. I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm. Okay. I'm Jamie. Thanks. Man. I'm gonna say twenty twelve. That's just a guess. That Patrice though. died. Twenty eleven. Yeah. Oh, so there's close. just uh, there, so there's two years. But he, Joe Rogan wasn't even a blip on the thing. But that's the thing is Simon. Well, no, nice. but I'll tell you why. Joe's show was so small at the time. Patrice he was on was too big. He was on Opie and Anthony every day. So yeah. in his mind, I bet you. In his mind, it was a much bigger platform, terrestrial radio, satellite radio. You Plus know, going to L.A. That too. He was a New York comedian, so he was there with Jim Jim Norton every day. Those guys, you know, it just made yep. more sense. Yeah, yeah, I think no, it does make sense. It's but just, it makes sense why he wouldn't have been on. It's two ships in the night that just never yeah. passed. Oh fuck that would yeah. Patrice on Joe would have just been the fucking. Imagine if he had just lost a ton of weight, like turned his life around. But yeah, I guess well, would he have been the same? That's always the question. Well, he, he hooked he had him had up a, with he, Jocko or yeah, something. you know what I mean. Well, yeah, yeah it could have been a tale of two cities, but he had a sweet tooth, I guess. Um, you guys missing Joey? Some Diaz, they they talked about Joey and like Joey is because of Joe. Yeah, like he, Joe made him. Now that Joey Diaz, um, Joey Diaz was super talented, but Joe championed him and helped him get to where he was. I really miss Joey. Do you I, ever wonder, I listen to his stuff? Do you wonder if Joe uh, Joey Diaz ever gets sick of Joe saying that? Just constantly like, no one wanted me to take Joey on the road. Like, yeah, Joey, no, fucking get it. No, because <laughs> like, no, everything. I has fucking a show. get it, cocksucker. No one wanted me. Okay, you took me. I'm here. Fuck off. Everything has a show, and he fucked Joe over. I, oh, it's everything Joe I know. Yeah, comes, so he knows. I never took the flight from Vegas, Joe. <laughs> That's the best story. <laughs> I hope. Uh, I hope he comes down to Joe awesome. Rogan. I got to be honest. And with you. Yeah. I never left. Vegas. I'm still in Jersey. <laughs> uh, then they talked about John Mulaney, and then, uh, Joe again was like. It was weird, but when he when I found out that he had relapsed and went into, I was like, yeah, he's he's human just like the rest of us, you know. I, I mean, I didn't want to Mal- shit on him when he's down. Mulaney, another guy who's never been on Rogan, like well, that he, the way he said though, he said when I found out Mulaney went to rehab, I was like, yeah, okay, he's human just like the rest of us. So there was some sort of judgment, or I mean, don't forget when I found out, I said, oh, good for him. So I was kind of in the same boat. Well, you don't like Mulaney. No, I like Mulaney. I, I love just, Mulaney. He's just Me like, too. it It was one of those things where, listen, some people you look at and you're like, how is this person so perfect? And you just put yes, yourself yes, up yes. against that that person. And then when you find out that it's unfortunate, you're like, oh, I wish, you know, it's sad that they hope, have that. The best for them. But you at the same time go, okay, you know. Your they shit stinks too. Exactly, yeah. Uh, is there anyone out there you think is too clean? or Like, has everyone been exposed? Are we there yet? I don't know. What does too clean mean? Like, Well, I was just thinking our friend or the person we know who came out. Like they were ho- holier than now. 
Oh. Um, Ian Campo. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think you were going to say the name. That's fine. Go ahead. He outed himself, so I can do it. Yeah, he did out himself. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't I, I can't see if anyone's still virtue signaling or whatever, but not that it, <laughs> you knew Mulaney was lefty, but he wasn't like yeah. out there uh, pointing fingers at people. Something ironic about, uh, so his wife the other day, <laughs> this girl posted that Arnie Hammer article. And she, she was like, I can't believe this. I was a huge fan of his. I can never anymore. And then Justine commented, yeah, cis-hetero men are the devil. Or like pieces of shit. And I commented below it. I commented, yeah, hating people based on race and gender. Super. Oh, they can't see. Super progressive. And she she was wanting to like go read a book or something. But I was like, what is wrong with you people? Like you guys are fucking Holier so backwards. Yeah. Now. And then I commented. I was like, I noticed that you still have Compo on the end of your name. That's interesting. Wow, eh? Glass houses or something like that? I don't know. Or the pot and the kettle is black. Uh, then, it, then Tim talked about his aunt, his QAnon retarded aunt. Yeah. And the th may, I laughed out loud when it's like, <laughs> she faked an overdose. What? <laughs> Why do you fake an overdose? He tells the whole story on his podcast. Okay. Is, why did she fake the overdose? For attention. Uh, of course, because it doesn't make you look good. You know what I mean? You could lie and say I helped someone or I did a good deed, but for attention, you decide to fake an overdose. What'd she do? Just pretend to eat a bunch of pills? Something like that. And just, I might fake an overdose. Just to get a little <laughs> I bit. I might fake an overdose. Try, try to move the needle on the um, internet. Um, finally, someone talked about uh, Bert's cabin. Yeah, finally. Tim brought up the... Uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner. Said, I don't see her as a man or a woman. I see her as a murderer. Oh, that made me laugh and, so hard. And Joe d destroyed. And then uh, did you notice when Tim said, would you ever have her around as a guest? And Joe was like, yeah, for sure I would. Yeah. But that's not going to happen. No, I don't think so. But Joe knows maybe, the numbers on that would be fucking astronomical. Maybe. But she is such a cunt that why would you want her on the show? She was so rude to Bert. Yeah, what and a like, twat. It's so true. When she calls up the dad, she's just like such... And Bert's like crying. I don't know how legitimate it was, but like she's just mean. She yeah. seems like a mean lady. Well, she killed someone with her car, so it's oh, not a very nice that's thing. That's what it was. That's what made Joe laugh. That's what we just oh. said. Yeah, she's. I don't see her as a man or a woman. I, I see, see her, her as, as a murderer. murderer. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I was dying, dying. And Joe made fun of her on a special, so that might. Yeah, uh, she might not be. I don't know who the bigger person is. Well, I who, wish I heard someone say, "What is it, uh, craftsman, craft person?" They corrected themselves. Craftsman. What does that mean? Oh, craftsman. Like yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's a person who works with their hands. Um, she, I wish more people would uh, call out that cabin show. It was most. It was so forced. Like some of it was seemed really genuine, and well, then some of it seemed like incredibly. I only uh, think I I raised my hand over here, Simon. I know you can't see anything, but I I think because uh, we know too much. No one knows anyone. That's just a funny. Yes, yeah, yeah. Industry. We've talked about this before. Uh, interesting thing. Wait, well, one question, on. but just before we move on from the cabin, do you think there will be a like season two? Oh, there better not fucking. Be. Well, no, but this is a legit question because we're asking now. Like, no one's really brought it up. Do you think no one's brought it up out of fear of Bert losing like an income stream? Like, be well, no, because think about that. Like, if it's your friend and it's their show, you don't want to openly shit on it on the biggest platform because I then think, Netflix. I, I think Ari's shit on it, but people called. I mean, Ari's on his special. That was different. Why? This was like 
This was kind of like a prostitution for Brooke, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. I, it didn't feel good. It that's put him sure. in a hole. Like, fine, you want to do like a weak ass special, which he didn't. He did great specials, but you know what I mean. This is different. This was like, it seemed only for the dollars to me. I think it was a foray into something different. You know, maybe exploring a different. Maybe path. it got out of his hands. Bert is I'll, a shill for himself. That you know, like he had an idea and they turned it into something it wasn't. Yeah. But then let's talk about that. Yeah. Bert's a shill for himself. Hopefully, he goes on at some point, and they do talk about it. Because maybe I don't think he's been on since. I was no, just gonna say why? maybe that's why Bert hasn't. Maybe he's like I have. I have a. I need a statute of limitations uh-huh. on this cabin I need show. Need a year for this to make cash before I can no, trounce it. Not he even did all that Travel Channel stuff, and he hated that. He he, stand, he does what he that's does. That's totally different. Simon, I think he needs like a two-year buffer for enough stuff to happen that Joe will forget that he did the cabin. You know what I mean? He'll have two specials or like I, I just I don't hear, know. Hear me out though. Hear out this weird little thing I just thought of. Like <coughs> if you're Bert yeah. and you have something you're not proud of, but you need it to like do well on Netflix because you want Netflix to buy another special from you. You're not going to go on the biggest podcast in the world and bash your own shit. So maybe he's giving himself enough time for it to like play its run and then he'll go on. But who knows? Maybe Maybe. it's, maybe it's one of the highest rated shows on Netflix. They don't show their numbers. So we'll see if another, if another one comes out, then we know it was successful. Well, yeah. Um, interesting thing. Uh, someone tweeted Jennifer Aniston, like, you know, in your Instagram stories. Yeah. Posted a picture of two bears in one cave and said, needed this to get through the day. It's so interesting that like famous people need to be entertained. That's interesting that she loves two bears in one I cave. I was just going to say, like, you, you know what I mean? I love two bears in one I cave. I could see her liking, like, maybe the, um, your mom's house because of Christina P or something, but like, how does she find Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura? Well, your mom's house is awful. I know, I hate it. No, I mean, it's good, but I I just mean like it's all awful shit. No, I, yeah, the, yeah, is, it's she, true, it is. I really said gross. two bears, one cave, not your mom's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but what no. I'm saying is I could see it being more palatable, her listening to two you're bears, right. one cave. You're right, you're absolutely right. It's just two guys yeah, trying to tell your mom's house is like really fucked. And you have to be almost part of that community. Yeah, like, to I, understand I, the lingo, like, the genes, not. the mommies, that sort of thing. But, like, famous people, entertainers need to be entertained, too. Do you think, like, um, Dave Chappelle like, has a favorite comedian? podcast. Well, no, I mean, or he can't enjoy comedy. No, he has to enjoy comedy. You think just because you're at the top of the game, you like, don't... Like, who did the Beatles listen to? Or what, whatever. Just you, you, I, you never think about it. But uh, I was listening to um, Doug Stanhope had yeah. Dane Cook on this week. Interesting. Very interesting because they've always had a feud. Like, oh, I didn't know that. Talk shit about each other because they were both in the San Francisco comedy competition. Doug won, but obviously Dane Cook's star rose success, much yeah. bigger. And, and then fell quickly. It was a full bear of the hatchet. They addressed everything. It was super, super interesting. Well, did you see also Mencia went on Bobby Lee? Yes, yes. Yeah, that oh. was crazy. Yeah. And they talked about, like, comedians talk shit about each other, but it's us. It's like you could... Bang on your friend, but if someone else did... Yeah, you're like, whoa, chill the fuck out. Because Dane was someone like, your fans are so harsh to me or whatever. Did I tell you guys about that interview I watched with uh, Doug Stanhope and somebody, and they were talking about um, Jay Moore? Yeah, you told me. I yeah, told yeah, you yeah. all about this. Story, yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I, re- I recommend anyone who's a fan of comedy listen to Doug Stanhope, Dane Cook, because uh, like Johnny Depp loves... Stand, Stand Hope, Hope. Yeah. Uh, Marilyn Manson. Well, that's not a good good company right now. But <laughs> it just it always. I was just either. gonna say <laughs> that these people 
need to content. You know what I mean? Like maybe someone famous listens to this show. I doubt it. I doubt it. But it's just probably Chappelle. I mean, obviously, right? He's like, I hate that Floyd motherfucker. <laughs> I could not. I, I don't think Louis listens to podcasts, and I don't think Chappelle listens to podcasts. And remember, way back when Louis, like everyone was like, "Oh, Louis fucked," and so many people now have fallen on the, the wayside. They probably listen to like, um, you know, uh, the Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, or, Murder you know, Mysteries, things uh, like yeah, Murder Mysteries. Exactly. I bet Dave Chappelle's huge into like fucking. Uh, I just Serial feel there's this sort of, I think that like real successful people, there's a successful entertainment thing that you don't see. You know what I mean? But you don't. I just, we are what we are. Yeah, but I think we forget too, like someone like Bill Burr, you know, I bet Bill Burr listens to like helicopter podcasts and drum podcasts. You know what I mean? Because he has interests. No, but he has interests outside of comedy. So we forget that too. Like, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts that aren't in the comedy. Well, not really podcasts, but like, you know, my YouTube channel, like what I watch is all over the fucking map, like literally all over the map. I listen to way more other podcasts than I do comedy podcasts. Oh, yeah. You're deep into like fucking conspiracy and Dude, big, it, it, I listen it, to like alien. podcasts. Yeah. Simon, am I correct in saying you flipped on Sunday papers as well? I listen to it on Sundays because I like uh, it. Just gives me a little bit of news. But I, but I could do without like I, some I, of their jokes. I ask you to listen to it. You're like they like write jokes. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like, like that. That's, what, that, I that's don't. what they do. They're writers. <laughs> well, but that's not what we, we do. We're talking about something, and jokes come up naturally. You're not writing jokes. Well, about not it. often. But his buddy okay. uh, Mike Fitzgibbons. Off the cuff is funny too. Very funny. That's the part I like. I like when they're just, but I don't like the parts where they're obviously have written a joke for this. Well, clip. as a, as a craftsperson, uh, now the podcast is winding down, and it, I thought it was great how Tim brought Clubhouse back up again. You to, said craftsperson. I know because okay. I was just making fun of that oh. five <laughs> seconds ago, but that was, I didn't write that down. That was just off the cuff. Yeah, good. Um, that was funny. And then they were talking about Clubhouse queuing on again. Um, don't you think they should try to expose who QAnon was? Or is that just so weird? QAnon isn't a person, though. I don't think. Yeah, it's like a chat room in four chan. I think it was an organization. No, I think just like anything else, it was probably a group of people that were making decisions. I don't think it was like one dude at their computer. I'm Q, blah, you know. Well, it used to be it was Trump. Well, well if it was Trump hat. again, it was a organization that he was a part. I like. I don't think he was a part no, of it. I think they ra- they rallied around him, and he was like, "Great, I don't give a fuck who they are as long as they're going to vote for me and paying some." Bills. I like the idea that it's CIA, and that it was like a a net. Like, doesn't to it catch all these people? You well, know, that's what I mean? interesting. Doesn't it all fall apart for you, like totally though, when they're like talking about JFK Jr. still being alive and? Well, I never w- I never uh, like looked at it as gospel, so uh, that doesn't surprise me. But I I just never like is Q not posting anymore. There are no more Q posts. I don't know. I, I, I it's the weirdest thing. It's it started all this trouble. Well, it started as it seemed innocuous, say a year ago or two years ago. It just was what it was. It was like fun, like what they call it, Q drops or whatever, and some people took it very seriously. And now it's just drifted off. And I I'm, wonder if there's any just, as far as the excitement goes, to find out who it was. I mean, I think it's fun. If we're just talking about fun. Always fun. But if, like, people are, like, you know. Well, I mean, Kamar, it speaks to People are going to jail for 10 years because of it. I mean, Kamar, it speaks to the power, though, of deplatforming. Like, we talk about Milo. Like, when was the last time you heard from Milo? You know what I mean? Like, 
a lot of the times when people get deplatformed, they tend to actually just fuck off or disappear into some dark web that we're not really a part of. But you know what I mean? Like when you think about it, like, like well, you said, I haven't heard shit about QAnon, but we kind of knew when Trump went away, the QAnon thing was also going to go because they looked at him like he's going to fucking unravel this huge pedophilia ring. And we all knew that probably wasn't going to happen. Well, and it's a whole 2012 thing, Matt. Like you believe the Mayans until 2012 doesn't happen. And then when they say, oh, well, it's actually 2042. Well, you're done now. So like Q lost credibility when, when they Trump said, didn't, when they said, when they said Trump is still the president and he's obviously not the president, you know, Go. but if it turns out that he is still the president, well then Q's right. And you'll see more Q drops, I guess. Going back even further. Do you remember Y2K? Oh, of course. Because that was sort of the first. Well, that's thing, a little right? different, though, because that. Do you remember what that was? What the theory was? Yeah, that all the computers were going to reset to zero and every. to year one or whatever. Yeah, they've been improperly programmed. programmed. To and, where all, and all the data was going to get lost or something. Well, and things that were relying on, like, you know, the. Um, like nuclear fucking exactly, shit, that sort of stuff, yeah. We're, we're relying on dates, were all going to be lost, so they were scrambling. Did, but, were they? Well, yeah, I, I mean... I what, don't think so. I, I, well, yeah, I believe coders behind the scenes were doing stuff to ensure that nothing happened. And, I mean, at the end of the day... I wonder. I, or like, was I, it a nothing burger? I really don't... Well, maybe it was both. It could, can, can it be both? Like, maybe they did all this stuff to ensure, and then at the end of the day, some of the stuff that they didn't get to, they were like, nothing happened to it, so... Yeah, maybe they, the they I mean, it's did always, well, fix it, and they still used it as fear porn. Though Both things are possible. Kamar, is your time. argument that because nothing happened, they wasted that money, and therefore they never well, no, should no, have? I, I mean... I don't know if they... I don't know if they wasted money. I, I don't know if there's an effort, or they're just everyone shooting their nails. Are you comparing Q to Y2K? Was that your point? I, say, I, I, I look at it in the same vein. Well, you can't, though, because Q was like some weird underground thing on the internet, whereas Y2K was Y2K. like professionals in a fucking field saying these have been improperly programmed and we need we might have a problem. I would and then we didn't have a problem. I would and compare I, Y2K to COVID. I said Y2K I to the Mayan calendar mm. into the world. I look at it all the same. Um, then lastly, they talked about the next election. And I don't know if you guys remember last week they were talking about The Rock has a show. The Young Rock? Yeah. Do you guys know what the premise of it is? Isn't no. it him coming up? Him being the president? The premise is him running to become president, and he's looking back at his life. So they're getting ready so to run him as president. Oh, my God. Like, it's a focus group. Him yeah. against it Trump? Ha it has to be. Yep. The, so, the same way they wanted Kevin Spacey to be president, and then we found out about all <laughs> Do you think so? No. <laughs> He's another one. You can't see me through the uh, plastic, Kamar. No, it's the weirdest thing. It's it's like, uh, I feel like it's a 2020. No, that I is wish interesting. He, he had a voice. Well, that would be a good way to um, to find out if there's like interest in you as a, as a candidate. I think the problem is this. The Rock is a really smart guy. And he would be smart enough to not want to ever be president. I think he wants to be president. Yeah. I, I, I think. Uh, I mean, we'll find out in time, but I doubt it. I think people get to this point, like the, the, um, what's his name there? Uh, the little guy who's always with the rock. What is my problem? Today, I have no man? idea. I'll give you this. I think I don't have enough air in here. <laughs> yeah, that might be it. I'll um, give you this. What's his name? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Like, I think you get so big. <laughs> I knew he was talking about was like, let him hang himself. Thank you. I think you get so big <laughs> and so famous that the next step after it, watching Trump is to be president. That's what I'm saying. I think he's a success junkie. This is my thing. 
the only reason the only reason I can agree with you is because of Trump because otherwise I would have said like pre-Trump you had to take office somewhere else first. That's what I'm saying. Is yeah, it's all because of Trump. Trump's opened a door to these famous people that like. Yeah, but I also think that uh, people Ronald will Reagan be. Was hold an on, actor, Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's different. It's so different, man. Trump wasn't like. Didn't Ronald Reagan hold some sort of office before he became I don't president? Think he was a governor of was California. He? Okay, well, but there that's you what go. I'm saying. He held office. My point is simply but that he was like, an actor. Yeah, but yeah. same with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, if Arnold Schwarzenegger had decided to run for president after being governor of California, you're like, okay, he served some sort of dues to f- to become the president. Well, if Joe Biden can be president, anyone can be president. He was uh, vice president. If Donald president. Trump can be president, anyone can be president. He was vice president, Kamar. I know. That's he's what been, you're he's, supposed to he's do. He's also held office for like 30 plus fucking years. That's why I didn't understand when he's vice president saying uh, Donald Trump is like holding stuff back. Don't you know all this stuff? Like... You know, the transition in, like, no, we got to know what the White House is like. Don't you watch Veep? No, I like think even Vice. You Vice. The Vice President is the most useless yeah, You're not even allowed position. in the White House. Until well, Vice. She was Until Vice came along. Dude, that uh, really Cheney is. was a, the most powerful. He, well, he was the president, yeah. Yeah. But that's a brilliant show. Veep, yeah. Yeah, it's one of my faves. I'm watching Parks and Rec again. It yeah, is fucking incredible. How can you watch that? Last week. Ron Swanson is my fucking favorite. Yes, he, he is good, but it's... Uh, Aziz has been canceled. I don't like. I don't Aziz, give a shit. Yeah. I don't watch. You love Aziz too. I Isn't know, so but I don't. It's not because he's canceled. He just his whole shtick gets boring, man. Yeah, it's a one and especially after watching eight seasons. Oh, Parks and Rec, he gets he's insufferable. Rec, it's like insufferable. And knowing, Tommy's and knowing that he ran his comedy past focus groups, uh, that's the grossest thing ever. I didn't know that. That's weird. And uh, yeah, well. Weird note to end on, but that's all I have for Timmy Dillon, who I felt Joe genuinely at the end said, I'm really glad you're here, like here in the studio and here in Austin. He lives in Austin now, uh, yeah. Tim Dillon. Yeah. So he, he ditched out on L.A. for good. Everyone's ditched out on yeah, L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Austin has become, obviously, it's comedy. Other comedy clubs are opening up. Like that When we're able to travel, something. I'm going there. Also, in closing, uh, leases in New York City are up hugely so where'd you get that new cnn matt no <laughs> leases are up yeah leases in what? new york non non-renewed leases like new leases brand new leases people are new going City. back to new york he's saying kamar it's because the rent's a lot cheaper so yes like i said once the rent goes down people will go back and, and i've heard rich people are rushing into california buying everything up as this exodus happens well, that's what you're supposed to do if you have the cash, right? I mean, listen, I also lived in Vancouver, and there's a good chance it could all just—it could just be the Chinese. And let's not forget, the thing about California is this uh, lockdown and stuff. But when I was a kid, it was always the big one. Yeah, like a giant earthquake. Yeah, earthquake. Because yeah. we we had the earthquake there, they're almost yeah, ninety-two or whatever. It's due. Well, we're also sitting on one of the world's biggest fault lines. So that was the coolest uh, plot of the original Superman movie. Was it the original one where Lex Luthor was going to shoot a nuke into the uh, San Andreas fault Fault. line and all of California was going to fall off? So he had bought all the land along it because that was going to be the new coast. That sounds like a really elaborate plan. (laughs) 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 Jesus, you think you can think of something a little simpler? Well, Superman had to fly under the crusted earth and stop the nuke. Thank God Superman was around. What would we have done? Uh, I don't know if you guys have anything else you want to add. Well, no, I was going to say, like, these, you know, these podcasts where there's a comedian, there's 
you know, usually it's just they yuck it up. And that's what this was. It was just like three hours of laughs. And yuck it up. And I don't know if they avoided it or not, but didn't talk about COVID or get too harp along on Gavin Newsom or all this. Tim stuff. Dillon at least has like a background of like the conspiracy that I'm interested in. So it's always mixed in with a little bit of, uh, you know, and he's some gay. other stuff. And he's gay. So, you know, you're not homophobic. <laughs> oh, I know. So that's it then. Well, I guess we'll rate it again. I gave it a four. I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to stick with my 375 because there wasn't enough of what I was looking for. Why are you going to change yours? enough that you were looking for. Not no, enough no. Alex Jones and too much. Um, I'm sticking to my four. I would love to go to dinner with Tim Dillon and Alex Jones. Because, you know, these guys, when they go on podcasts, there may be some sort of holdback. But just a dinner at a nice steakhouse, it's no holds barred. Yeah, yeah, you get the deal. Oh, Jamie I, I remarked, like, it was a free with podcast with Lex Friedman, Alex Jones, Joe Rogan. You know, he's paying for everything. Yeah. So he get the surf and the turf. <laughs> and a, and a, and a turf to go. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I, I love going to a restaurant and not having to worry about how much stuff costs. Yeah, it's been a while. I just, if I'm out to dinner with Alex Jones, Lex Friedman, and Joe Rogan, the last thing I'm thinking about is who's paying for that meal. I'm thinking about how amazing it is that I'm there. Well, I mean, it's going to cross my mind that I'm probably not paying. <laughs> that goes without it. Simon, Simon goes all uh, black keys on him. Nobody's sticking <laughs> you with the bill. Yeah, it's true. I'm a bum. Um, we're done then, right? That's it? Done. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Short episode this week. Obviously, there's not much we can do. Pretty uh, good for one guest, man. No, of course. We, we Listen, we did our best. What are we supposed to do well, here? How long was that? It felt like hours. Um, it was uh, like 15 an hour minutes. and a half. Again, it might be the uh, lack of It's the of bubble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're fucking dying We're in We're going to have to get a compressor in there. Yeah, I'm going to have to do something. One of the little oxygen things. You yeah. Know? Just yo, get the air thing in there because it has the, the tube to the outside. And, and a catheter and a colostomy <laughs> bag. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we appreciate the shit out of all of you. Uh, we have an Instagram and a Twitter. They are both uh, at J-R-E-E podcast. You can follow Kamar on Instagram. Uh, Kamar Bar And to all the Patreons, stay tuned. We got a fire, fire post show coming up. Yeah, I'll get to that. Sorry. Uh, we have a Reddit if you want to join the conversation. It's r slash J-R-E-E podcast. You can join. Uh, tell us we're garbage. Join in the conversation. Do what you want. Uh, there is a YouTube. Obviously, there's no videos right now because of this wild-ass setup that we have. Um if you want to see the setup, you can go to Reddit. I posted a nice video today. Um, but there's a YouTube. put the two of you on camera. I'm going to figure something out next week for something. Yeah, we'll, we'll work something out. Um, but yeah, go to the YouTube, youtube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Even if you don't plan on watching anything, it helps us out a great deal. And then, of course, the Patreon, if you want to support us in our endeavor to uh, not ever work again and just do podcasts, <laughs> uh, then head over to patreon.com slash podcast. You can join for as little as $5 a month. Uh, for that $5, you, of course, get the post, Joe, where we shoot the shit for a little bit after the episode, talk about some extra stuff. Um, I think that's it. I banged out of the park. Got the whiteboard back. Everything's fucking working. I always forget every week also, just says anyone, like any week, tell us what you thought of the fucking podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. I always like to hear people's two cents. Yeah, well, you feel free. Join the Reddit. Tell it, like I said. Figure it out. <laughs> uh, that's it. Thank you guys so much. We hope you, of course, have a great week, weekend, and as usual. Gardez tes yeux ouverts. Let's keep your eyes open, Maddie.